0: Hello and welcome to the Road End Podcast, where each week we will speak to a new guest, get to know them and talk all things Liverpool.
1: Hi everyone, welcome to the Road End Podcast. I'm pleased to say today I'm joined by James Sutton. James features on Hollyoaks. James is also a massive red. Nice one for joining James, how are you?
0: Pleasure, mate. Yeah, it goes. I'm, I'm doing well, man. I'm having, a, I'm having a good week. Having a good week, having a good week work-wise, feeling productive. Um, it's actually quite nice to have a little break from football. You know, I know we're, we're all obsessed and it, it uh, makes up a huge part of our lives, but it's nice sometimes to have a little break and get other stuff done and, you know, have a little bit of, you know, a little bit of space in your head that isn't taken up by this bloody football team.
1: And we needed it at the minute, didn't we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> so, so, so. Been a bit of a difficult one, hasn't it, so far?
0: Yeah, it's been it's it's been tough. Um it was I think it, I think it was inevitable not, you know, not 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 strengthening perhaps every position that we you know not not getting into players that I think we'd identified, you know, part and parcel of having such a such a specific way of recruit of recruiting players um means that if they're not available for whatever reason or they, you know, in our case go to go to you know a Spanish team, um, it leaves a short you know, and and we're not a team that's going to get in players just for the sake of it, um, as we you know we've proven. And I think as 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 the the sort of summer went on, you know, and the sort of furor around getting a mid- midfielder in got louder and louder. Um, and then you know, obviously injuries to to you know our captain and a and, mm-hmm. and few others. Um, I think it was inevitable that we were going to have a difficult start to the season. But what I would say is that we're not actually that far behind the, no. the, the teams at the top. And I think. I think there's a lot of um, there's a lot of noise and a lot of drama from Liverpool fans, certainly on social media. I think I've seen people saying the season's over already. I just think, mate, come on, go and support another team, like seriously. No. Um, so you know, we'll, we'll we'll pick up points. It'll all be good. I think we'll be there or thereabouts. Whether we win the league, you know, that's not really. Yeah, I, think I think that's in our control with it, with, it, with it coming up against a team like City. But I certainly think we'll be in the running for trophies. Towards the end of the season, you know, and actually a slow start in the Champions League. Some of our best runs have come off the back of slow starts. Yeah. I mean, so I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not worried about anything, but it, you know, it, it has been a, yeah, it's been a difficult start, hasn't it? My God.
1: Yeah. It's just we're used to the standards, aren't we? And because those standards haven't been set, it's just a bit like, oh, what's going on? I'm not used to this. <laughs>
0: I mean, the, the, you know, the Derby was a, was a perfect example of that, you know, a kind of microcosm of, where we are and what, what we expect out of the derby. I mean, it was just completely flat. There was just nothing to kind of celebrate or really be massively positive about it. was just yeah. another, you know. And, 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 but I think, as I say, I think, I think, I think, this, I think the break will do us good. Uh, and actually, perversely, I think the World Cup will probably do us good as well.
1: Yeah, um, a few of the key players will be not playing that early, so
0: Exactly. If you look at our players that aren't going, you know, we're, we're in good shape. Just open.
1: Um, just open. Trent doesn't go because I feel like he needs the rest.
0: He's had a really difficult start, Um mm. and actually wasn't great towards the end of last season either. No. Um, but again, as you said, you know he's he's set that benchmark, and then if yeah. he fails to reach it, you know we all know Trent's world class. That's yeah. why he's he's always on. You know his name's always on people's lips. He's always being compared. to... Everyone is compared to Trent Alexander-Arnold, and we have to forget he's young. We have to forget he's yeah. young. We, we have to remind ourselves of that. You know, Steven Gerrard at his age. You know, we're still having off games, we're still not a mainstay in the team, we're still competing. So there's 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 room for improvement there. But um yeah, look, we'll we'll come good. We'll come oh, yeah, is it? It's a journey.
1: Just tell us a little bit how you um how you got into acting then? because I believe you had a little um, let's say dabble at something. <laughs>
0: A little dabble,
1: a little dabble at um, a bingo calling—is this right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. So that, uh, so that actually came after I'd been to drama school. So I'd already made the decision to be an actor by then. Actually, make the decision—you don't really make the decision to become an actor. You just—you're either an actor or you're not. It's mm-hmm. you know, it's one of those things. It's a—it's a, a calling, you know. Uh, some would say. Um, but yeah, I—I I, uh, I started acting when I was eight years old. Um, mum sent me to the theatre when i was eight years old in in the summer holidays because she was you know she was on her own single parent two kids um knew that i needed to kind of burn some energy and you know be i was quite creative kid Mm -hmm. um so they used to do a summer school at the theater so i i joined and, and, and then i joined other theater groups and then i was just constantly doing plays all year round i was rehearsing for one putting on another and it was just this kind of just sort of became kind of what I did really um and then yeah went to drama school uh, got a degree in in acting for whatever that's worth I'm not not entirely sure no one's ever asked to, no one's ever asked to see it and <laughs> um, and then yeah moved to London and uh I had a few had a couple of active jobs did I did dream team the yes. uh the, the footballer uh, the football show uh, that was
1: me going up that that was brilliant
0: yeah, I did a three-part uh, I played the lead in a three-part series set in the 80s. Um but but um, in amongst that time when I was living in London my sort of day job was as a uh, working in a bingo hall. It was it was grim. It was really <laughs> grim it's not 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 an inspirational place it was it was very much um you know you'd see people and they they, they'd cash their you know they get their 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 doll money or they cash their you know whatever you know allowance check Mm. and then they just sit in front of a fruit machine and just banging pound after pound and you just think like guys come on um and then you know you'd get your lovely old ladies, yeah. you know, in there. It was like you know, it was it was it was fine. It was just you know, it was a stopgap. I well, never. You've
1: got to do what you've got to do, haven't you?
0: Absolutely, way. absolutely. You know, I've been very, very lucky since 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 I moved up to Liverpool and started on Hollyoaks. So I haven't I haven't needed a normal job, yeah. so I've been very, very, I've been very, very lucky because um, I haven't got a fucking clue what I do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> at least you're honest.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I write, I write and direct, and, and, and I've just produced a sitcom uh, that's coming out later this year. So, so you know, I, 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 I'm always going to be involved in kind of creative things, but um, I'm very lucky that I have a, you know, I have a day job as well. Behind all that, I get to go to, you know, the line Pictures and do Hollyoaks, which is, you know, which is which is great. It's like ten minutes. The studio is like ten minutes from my house, and it's yeah. it's kind of perfect. That's why I, I've left the show twice, and then. Come back, and um, they're always very, um, they're very, very good at letting me go away and kind of do all those other things, and you know, bits of theatre and, and stuff, um, and then go back and pick up where I left off, which is a really nice, nice position to be in.
1: That's good. To, so, do you have to still pretend that it's in Chester, or? <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: what you used to be, they used to, they used to really hit, they used to really hammer that home, like this is Chester, everybody. <laughs> but now, I don't know, they've kind of just sort of given up on that, really. I mean, we have yeah. the kind of fake Chester wall. Um, but yeah, it's all it's all it's all shot in Liverpool. It's all it's all it's all here in Shore.
1: I've read a little bit about uh, your struggles with mental health. Now, yeah, as I've mentioned, I I don't like poking too much into things, but I also believe that talking about it is the only way to sort it. Of absolutely, um, absolutely. I've I've had a tough year, which is common knowledge to everyone around me. Um, but in terms of mental health, in your recent years, what coping mechanisms did you find helped yourself?
0: Yeah, well, first and foremost, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sure me and all your listeners are, you know, sorry to hear that you've you've had a tough year, and you know, we we wish you every success and hope that you you know you seem in a good place, and I hope that you know I hope that continues, man. No, it's Cheerful. it's great to see you're not you're not on your own. You know, you must know that you're not you, what you're feeling feels feels very very personal to you. What, mm. what we all feel in our own heads feels very personal but actually it's it's an experience that's shared by you know millions of men um worldwide you know we all have um we all have days we all have weeks we all have things i had a panic attack uh about a month ago quite a bad one i haven't had a panic attack for uh gosh six seven years now yeah I'd, i it was it was a, it was a bad one i felt i felt it was coming i felt i felt quite disjointed i felt um yeah like i was sort of watching myself i was, it was quite it was about a body experience which is quite yeah. an odd thing and then yeah i had a big had a big panic attack and that's taken me a few weeks to get over um but i i try and i, I there there are things that you can do certainly things that i do to try and kind of alleviate that so you've got all the tools there so when you do feel bad or 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 you know your mental health does slide if you've got the tools in place and you, you you know your own mind and body and know what helps, that's really good. So it's what it's worth doing is when we are feeling strong and when we're not feeling like we're struggling, that's the time to put in place all the all the all the coping mechanisms and the tools. That's the time to make them part of your daily routine so that when you are suffering, you go right. I know. I know. I know what I can do to, to get myself back on track. If you see what I mean. Yeah. um and for me it's 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 going to the gym um i, I would urge everybody everybody there's no excuse we've all we we can all spend we can all spare four hours a week um and if you can't afford a gym membership four hours at home there are loads of stuff on youtube and instagram and tiktok loads of workouts you can do um it's the most important thing it is the most important thing if you've got a healthy body you've got a healthy mind yeah. If you sat around and you 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 know you're not looking after your body, you, you you're already you're already in a dangerous place because the, the mind will will inevitably follow. So I, yeah, so I, I start my I always start, I start my days in the same way. I get up early. I'm up at six o'clock ish, half five sometimes. Um, cup of coffee, mindfulness, meditation, gratitude. I start a keep a, keep a gratitude diary now. Write down things I'm I'm grateful for every morning, and it just helps. It just helps to give you a little bit of perspective because when you're feeling crap. When you're feeling like, you know, heavy, like the weight of everything, you know, financial worries or, um, you know, job worries, children worries, career, Mm -hmm. whatever it it is, can feel very, very heavy. Sometimes we forget um, that actually we've got, you know, uh, parents are still alive, perhaps, or friends, you've got great mates, we get to watch the Reds, we get to do podcasts and talk about the reds we just think you know we have to you know it's, it's worth noting all the things you're grateful for um so yeah mindfulness meditation gratitude and get your ass to the gym and put on some fucking loud heavy music and, and lift some really heavy circles and just that's i've the noticed that, that
1: from from looking at you now i can see that you've clearly piled it on um yeah i'm
0: just working hard man i'm just i'm just working really really hard and, and um and, it, and I, I you know and i do it i do it because it, it gives me clarity and it, it it gives me you know an hour and a half a day or or you know i mean i train probably five or six times a week now so it is i is on the excessive yeah. side but i do it because it that that time in the gym is my time it is i switch off from everything if i'm worried about that doesn't matter all i'm focused on is what i'm doing my own body the mind muscle connection what am i lifting my form My, you know, am I I going up in weight? Am I going up in reps? And just really pushing myself. And that Mm -hmm. there's no one ever regrets going to the gym. But no one regrets it. You don't regret it. You sleep better. You have more energy. Your mood is better. You you you're more patient. You're more productive. Physically, you're better. Mm -hmm. You know. And so there's all these all these things that are kind of part and parcel of it, really. And talking as well is the other thing. You know, you've got it. You've got it. You've got to have these conversations. You know, uh, I mean, I remember, uh, you know, a couple of months back when Paddy Pimlet spoke out after his UFC win and everything he said was absolutely spot on, you know. If it's a choice between, you know, if you were, if you, if you were a friend of someone and they were suffering, if it was a choice between them talking to you, and it's, it's not easy, you know, it's not easy. But if it's a choice between talking to you or them having to speak at your funeral, it's a fucking no brain, you know. Okay. So, so, so you know we've just we've just got to we've just got to be kind to ourselves and and like I say putting all these things in place while you're feeling strong and while you're feeling positive that's the key so that when you do inevitably have a have a tough week or a tough month or you know have to deal with something unexpected you know all of a sudden you get hit with a a tax bill that you can't pay or or whatever it is rather than that feeling like the end of the world you go actually no I've got some context here and I can work my way through it you know
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's good because obviously everyone has their own coping mechanisms. But I think what you're saying in terms of the gym and also talking about it, that's been like my biggest thing. So just getting out there, even if you get out for a walk, even if you just get out there, talk to any mates or it's a stranger, sometimes a stranger is like the best way because that way they know nothing about you or everything's neutral. Now, I was never one to talk and have a you know. I've had breakdowns behind closed doors that I didn't want to share with anyone, but I've tend to find that now everyone else has their own problems, but talking about them, whether you're to it at all, it's just nice to get it off your shoulders. It's like to get that weight off you, doesn't
0: it? Absolutely. A problem shared is a problem halved. It's, it's completely mm-hmm. true. I'm very lucky. I, I'm very lucky I, you know, I, can afford, I can afford a private therapist. Mm-hmm. I see a private therapist twice a month you know I'm, I'm very lucky in that I know that people don't have that option because the NHS is on its knees yeah. um, and the waiting list for, for, for therapists and, and men you know to help with mental health is is horrendous um, so don't vote for fucking Tories anyone watching this. <laughs> get them out let's get those bastards out yeah. because we need change um, but that really you know that that for me is, is amazing as you said I'm speaking to a complete stranger who doesn't know I mean he knows a lot about me now but he's not I don't know him personally, and I can just mm. offload everything, you know. And it's the same with a friend or a colleague, you know, just someone that you trust or you think they might be a good listener. You'd be surprised, man. You'd be surprised, you know. If 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 someone said to me or or you or you know, if someone said, "If you got ten minutes, I just could use a chat," you know, no one's going to say no. no. You know, they might not have the answers, but just to offload it, just really, you know, really helps.
1: Definitely, and I just want to thank you for sharing and stuff like that because okay. you know, I believe that. I want people to listen to this, but every episode is going to be different, but I also want to get people in who have this first-hand experience of things and how they deal with things because, like you said, it's important. Now, even if they don't want to speak about it, I hope once they've heard this, they then do something about it. Absolutely. We, you know, we've all been there and it's, you know, it's not... not, I'm trying to figure out the right words. People get embarrassed that they have to mention it or people are scared to say it because they don't want to feel weak. And that's obviously... Not what it is because the stronger you are is when you speak.
0: That's it. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you something. I put um I put something on my Instagram about a year ago now. Um I had a little chat, um, put a, a video a real. I think it's still on my Instagram if anyone wants to, to watch it, about how I was struggling. Mm. And I hadn't told anyone at work or my family what I was going through at that point. And I went into work that 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 same week. And the amount of people who came up to me and just went, "Well, in, you're right," yeah. you know, just checked in, went really that was fucking great. Really, that that meant a lot. And the amount of people that went, actually, I needed, I needed to hear that because I'm not doing too great either. The people that you wouldn't expect, yeah, you know, you know, never feel ashamed or, or or embarrassed or or you know, times are tough. This is a tough world we live in. This is this is hard right now. This is mm-hmm. hard. Everyone is feeling anxious. The whole world is feeling anxious. there's So much uncertainty, you know, f- from a financial point of view, from a from a from an economical point of view, from a global uh, point of view, you know, from an environmental point of view, from, for the future. We, we, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of anxiety right now. and I, I yeah. certainly feel it, and I know a lot of people I know feel it. Um, you know, so so take 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 comfort you know anyone listening that you're not alone and that every, you know a lot of people are feeling the the same as you you know
1: yeah definitely like i said thanks for sharing your experience and hopefully it, whether it helps one person or whether it helps 100 people that's what we want so let's move on to the liverpool now obviously we've mentioned a little bit earlier what's your um, earliest memories of liverpool supporter
0: gosh i mean I, I i didn't i didn't get the opportunity to go to anfield until two, 2000 and seven mm. i think but my so growing up so i'm I'm a, I'm a child of the 80s yeah so when i first became kind of sentient and like i can i'm i'm now into football was when liverpool were great we were we were we were brilliant yeah. sort of 89 90 season which i think was the last time we won the league prior yeah. to recent i think so we were top of the pile so you know you, you they we our, our matches were televised a lot and you know there, there was the FA Cup finals and things, and it always felt like Liverpool were involved. And then I got into the collecting of football stickers, as you know, as loads of kids do, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, just I, I had you know, had my John Barnes poster on the wall, um, you know, Ian Rush, Kenny, of course, that was you know, they were they were they were the boys, um, and then you know, a bit 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 sort of later on, Stephen Gerrard, but my my stepdad um when he first met my mum uh, uh brought her on a date to liverpool it was a mucky weekend there's no there's no there's no polite way of saying it <laughs> he took my mother on a mucky weekend to liverpool and uh and when they found time when they weren't in the bedroom uh, he found time to buy me a uh, a liverpool shirt so he came back with a liverpool shirt for me there's actually a picture of it on my instagram me and my dad me and my dad when i was a kid he bought me the candy the candy shirt with the diamonds on the, the john bar,
1: brilliant yeah
0: it's one of, it's still I I, I, kind I of- love oh what a shirt mm. what a shirt uh and yeah and that was it basically that was you know that was it, it was like all right. that's my that's that's my team um and then the next I'm trying to think when the next time I saw them saw them live yeah it would have been about 2007 I think I probably would have seen them live uh because I, I was at drama school in Cardiff um so I desperately tried to get tickets for that final in Cardiff. Yeah. Um, but 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 Is that the FA get... Cup. The, the uh, FA Cup. That's yeah. right. What, what a game! Uh, two, what a game! That would have been two thousand and six. Two
1: thousand six. I think. Yeah. yeah.
0: That was that was when I was in uh, drama school. But yeah, once I finished, and, and and obviously you know taking the job up here, I mean it was just like I mean it couldn't have been more perfect. It was like, do yeah. you want to do you want to come? Like Hollyoaks have offered you a two year deal. Do you want to come and live in Liverpool? It's like. So yeah, it was perfect, and and you know ever since I've been very lucky. You know I do, you know got involved with the Anfield Rap um, you know very early on in their in their sort of conception, really their first kind of, um, season when we used to uh, record up, up in Parr Street, uh, and then got involved with uh, the Red Men TV as well.
1: Yeah,
0: worked with Chris and Paul again from from when they used to do it in uh, in in Paul's back room of his of his house. You know when it was you know bed sheets up on you know yeah. red meant be written on a bed sheet you know um and so it's, you know it's very lucky I'm you know very very lucky I get to you know do these things and you know talk to people like yourself and go to the match and and you know and I've actually I've met you know I've met a lot of my heroes you know now you know I've sat down with with Kenny Dalgleish and um you know yeah, I've seen, seen that him. picture oh I mean what a what a gracious what a gracious guy man I mean I you know, we were at uh, it was it was Steve Rotherham's, uh, it was Steve Rotherham's birthday party actually, and uh, and he was there and and I, he was on his own. He was with his with his lovely wife and 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 she nipped off and he was on his own. And I thought I've got to go over.
1: Yeah, and, and you know he gets he,
0: everyone wants a you know wants five minutes, and honestly, he couldn't have been more grace. Sit down, sit down,
1: sit down, sit. <laughs>
0: Also, you know, talk to me about you know who were you, what do you do, you know, big football fan, you know, hey, you like the Reds, all right? And I was like, fuck it, I'm just sat with Penny Dal Uh, You know, and I've, met, and I've met, I've met, I've met, uh, I've met John, John Barnes quite, quite a few times as a sort of running joke that we, you know, we sort of bump into each other at all the, the kind of same events and stuff. Mm. And every time I see him, I tell him that he was my hero, and he's like, James, you, you've, you've, you've told me, you've told me five times. <laughs> It's getting embarrassing now, James. You know, that, that lovely voice of his.
1: This is where um, the acting comes into things, because that voice is brilliant.
0: Yeah. But but yeah, like I say, very, very lucky to kind of, you know, to be sort of part of, you know, I don't know, LFC culture or whatever, I guess, you know,
1: yeah. at the moment. With the likes of Kenny. They say never meet your heroes, but the uh, people that I've actually spoke to, I don't think I've heard a bad word.
0: Gracious, uh, generous with his time you know just just a just a genuinely great human being that's all you can say
1: yeah and what more could you want
0: what more could you want oh, yeah absolutely yeah i've I met a couple of the you know the, the more recent players um you know I've met stevie and um and fowler you know bumped into all these guys at some point and you just wow i mean you know
1: yeah it's just Still get that little nervous feeling. Oh buddy.
0: God, it's you know you just these 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 guys mean the world to us. You know, yeah, mean the world to us. You know, I've sung your song on the te- I've sang your song at the top of my lungs. You know, yeah. I've 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 kicked every ball you've kicked. I've have you know I've punched the air for you. I've I've you know it's 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 very very special. It's a special football club, um, for, for what it means, what it stands for. Um, the values, you know, that, that, yeah. the, that, it, that it holds are the, are the same as my values, the same as Jurgen Klopp's values, um, you know, and, and, and yes, there's, of course, there's, you know, there's been mistakes made along the way with, you know, from our owners and, and prior to that as well. But that's just part and parcel of it, I think. Yeah, very lucky to to support this club and, and, and you know, to experience what we've been experiencing in recent years.
1: You couldn't have put it better. To be fair, I think we're all looking at you know, we would rather be on this side of the park. But anyway, <laughs> um, international break, and I think we all got a little bit of a shock last night when we seen that Henderson was called up. Um, he's been out for a few weeks, hamstring injury. Last thing I wanted and expected was him going to England because we all know it stinks of bad news. Um, it seems to me more. He's like the leader isn't he he's the he's the modern leader, so it sounds like to me he's either being called up just for the mentality of the players or they actually genuinely want to play him, which I don't think's going to happen what do you think
0: no, I don't expect him to have any game time I'd be very very surprised um England have got a lot of they've got a lot of a lot of midfielders a lot of young midfielders and 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 I think I think for these for these games, you know, specifically, they'll they'll want to be playing the youngsters, you know, and yeah. and actually, you know, Jordan Henderson, I think, you know, I, listen, I love I love the guy. He's you know delivered more than any of us could possibly imagine yeah. as, a, as a captain, you know, himself certain, as well, exactly. The journey that he's been on as well, the doubts and nearly being sold, and uh, but, you know, everybody doubted him, um, and he and, and, and he's delivered. But I think it's fair to say that his best years are probably. Probably behind him now. Yeah. I think as a captain, <laughs> um, but but from a dressing room standpoint and from what he brings, there's no one else like him. Like Harry Kane might be the might be the official captain, um, but Harry Kane isn't an inspirational figure. Harry Kane's not someone that I don't. I, you know, I, I've never heard. You don't hear many players you know sort of wax lyrical about how good harry kane is as a captain yeah. he's a prolific yeah. goal scorer an incredible striker but he's not a, you know he's not someone that that's um left in the a, room yeah absolutely especially when you you know you're you're going behind you're going at half time behind or you you know you have a bad a bad result or whatever you need someone like jordan henderson or a james milner you yeah. know you, these are the, these are the sort of lads that you need you know around you to 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 lift you up and and you know give you that Give, you know, turn things into a bit of a positive. So, yeah. and I think that's so. I think that's why Jordan Henderson's there. And there will have been conversations as well with with you know. I know Klopp has a, has, has a good relationship with with the England setup now. Um, you know, and 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 he will have had final say. I think on whether Jordan can go. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm not, because I'm not... I
1: mean, thirty two pushing thirty three. The last thing you want to do is risk a hamstring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: We asked our guests to choose their ultimate five, a side team who they've seen live playing for Liverpool. Let's find out what they said.
1: At the end of each episode, I've been asking the guests for the ultimate five side. Now, this is from you know from your early days, what you've seen, whether it be TV, whether it be in real life. Um, so I'll let you take the stage. So I can pick any player, yeah, that any I player want. you've seen in your yeah. lifetime
0: wow yeah jesus <laughs> uh, okay um alison beckers the, the 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 best goalkeeper i've i mean i've ever seen i mean we've you know i used to love pepe reina i used to love pepe reina yeah, some of the saves he could pull out were just i mean insane you know but Alison Becker's got absolutely everything. I mean, he can score. He's he goal for me. Oh, yeah. like, you know, but his vision and his—I mean, he's—he's so good with his feet, which I, I don't think you can underestimate. The kind of Alison Becker is the most modern uh, sort of version of a goalkeeper. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't think you can—I uh, don't think you can overlook him. And again, I have to—I have to stick with—I have to, you know, for, for defenders, I have to stick with with Liverpool. Um, Virgil Van Dijk, I just. You know, he is right now. He is he he is the, 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 the benchmark. He is what everyone he's what everyone's compared to. He's just he's just got absolutely everything. Yeah, I, I, you know everything that Virgil van dyke has brought to this team, and he was he it really felt like he was the final piece that was missing. Definitely. It really felt like we were we, we we were desperate. We were we were desperate for it for for a proper defender. You know, I you look back, you know, historically, I mean, you know, players like Sammy Hippier, Used to love Sammy Hibbert, Jamie Carragher, you know, mm-hmm. outstanding. Um, I, I actually had a bit of a, a bit of a soft spot for Daniel Agger. I don't think he was particularly brilliant, said, but I had a real soft spot for him, you know. But Virgil van Dijk, yeah. cool as cool as, you know, cool as a cucumber. Um, so yeah. So Alison Becker, Virgil van Dijk. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need a midfielder, aren't I? I'm gonna have to need. I'm gonna need Steven Gerrard, of course, in there because you can't not, can you? No. You've got, you've got to, you've got to have, you've got to have Steven Gerrard, and uh, you know, it's funny, isn't it? We, you know, we, we 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 watched him week in, week out, and you try as hard as you can to to not not to um you know to make the most of of Steven Gerrard, you know every you know uh, you don't know what you've got till it's gone, and and my God, when he retired, I missed him. Jesus Christ. Oh, no. Same. It was, still it was, yeah, we could have had another season out, Steve. Yeah. We could have had another, if James mint was still playing now.
1: Oh, I well, know.
0: Steven Gerrard could have had another, like, but it was, you know, it was Brendan Rogers. So then let's choose a couple of, let's choose a couple of goal scorers, shall we? Um, I'm going to go with Fernando Torres. Yeah. Because, I mean, peak, peak Fernando Torres. Yeah. She's... Wow. Ten
1: and people inside. I'll so per- oh. wherever he wanted. Yeah. Oh.
0: his, and, and him and Gerard linking up as well which just they had like a sixth sense. Yeah.
1: It was telepathic.
0: just Oh, it was insane. The goals that that he scored. Every type of goal. Uh so yeah, I definitely I definitely have him and then probably controversially I'm not going to have Mo Salah. Um
1: I know you are going.
0: I'm going to have Luis Suarez. Yeah.
1: <laughs> of course.
0: Now the season with I could have had I could have had Daniel Sturridge and Suarez actually because that that season, that 13-14 season, my my stepdad came up to watch, came up to Anfield with me I probably, I think he must have seen six games, I reckon, with me. So it's a really special season for me because I was sat next to my dad, yeah. which as you know, as anyone who's been to the match with their with, with their dad, it's it's a special thing, yeah. It just is. Uh, my dad gets really sweary at the football as well, and he, he's very mild mannered, softly spoken, very you know gentle Yorkshireman. But you but you put him in a football ground, my god, the language that comes out of that man's mouth. And so we watched that whole that, that season of Luis Suarez and the things he did with. The, I mean, he could not make a mermaid, couldn't he? Yeah. You know, you look at that goal. It's that, that goal against Newcastle. I think sums him up perfectly. The long ball over the. Paws top. It out the sky. Pulls it out of the sky, rounds the keeper without even missing a step, a beat, a breath. It's in the back of the net in the space of half a second. That you know, and 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 the goals against Norwich, the the, the uh, sh-
1: unbelievable. I kind of feel like with that Suarez goal against Newcastle, that Enrique takes too much credit with that. <laughs> well, Suarez well, deserves I- the assist and the finish.
0: <laughs> I, know, I know, I know, I know, Jose quite well, and uh, yeah, he he, he he'll, he'll never let that one go. No, he'll never let that one go.
1: I wouldn't. You're part of one of the best goals you'll ever see.
0: He just let's be honest, he just he just levered it. Yeah, he just levered it. That, that, that'd be, that, be my team, I reckon. And I reckon that five-a-side team would take on anyone in the world. Anyone yeah. in the world,
1: you've got Virgil, you've got Allison. I think the three of them, even at their age now, would still do a decent job. Yeah, absolutely,
0: <laughs> absolutely ballers, absolute ballers.
1: I'd like to thank you for the episode, to be honest, mate. Um, because. Well, yeah. Being brilliant i'm hoping to god that someone listens and takes on board what you're saying and what we've yeah. talked about so again i'd like to thank you for today um i hope we can catch up soon and yeah. hopefully at the end of the season we've got a few trophies left
0: hell yeah i'll take that all day thanks to everyone for listening to today's episode don't forget to follow our social media twitter.com slash the road and pod and also our instagram page instagram.com forward slash the road pod